Heavenly Father, we come to you today in thanksgiving and praise, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to gather together to hear the word of God and to learn everything that we can about you and your love for us and why you came on why you came into the earth. Lord, I pray that you would bless all of us here. Come and fill this room, Holy Spirit. Lead me and guide me, Lord. Let me be a hearer of your word and to pay attention to everything that you say and listen and relay what you say to me, to your children. Lord, put a watch over my mouth lest I sin against you and say anything that would not be your word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Go ahead and open your Bibles. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. This is the only scripture that we have for today. Matthew 7, verse 21 states, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name? And do many money works in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. And the King James Version says, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. These scriptures that we just read can stop a church. And it has stopped many movements of God. This is a hard sermon. It's a hard sermon for me to relay but it is the truth that God wants you to hear. Sometimes I have to do hard things. And I think that all of us as followers of Christ have to be willing to do hard things because he walks us through them. You'll notice here that the Lord says that these were believers because they were operating in signs and wonders. They were prophesying. They were, they were prophesying his name. They were casting out demons in his name. And they were doing mighty works. That means that they, they possibly were healing the sick. <clears throat> they knew him. They knew him because they were prophesying in his name. But he did not know them. I'm telling you this today because I love you. I love each and every one of you. And I don't want anybody to miss out. I don't want anybody to not be where you need to be. To not, I don't want anybody to not walk in what God wants them to walk in. Because you can know him, but that doesn't mean he knows you. And that comes only through intimacy with him. Just because you're able to do signs and wonders and have gifts does not mean that you have God's approval. I've seen many men of the cloth being able to heal the sick and do signs and wonders and they were living a simple life and God did not know them. And they lost everything because of it. You get the approval of God by intimacy and relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus is our rock. He's our anchor. He is our shepherd. We are to follow his precepts. We are to follow his commandments. What are his commandments? What did he say? To believe in him, to follow him, to love God with all of our heart, with all of our mind, with all of our soul, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. 
So we have to love ourselves. If you don't love yourself, then how are you going to be able to love others? And if you can't love yourself, then you don't love God. Because if you love him with all of your heart, your soul, and your mind, then he will renew your mind and you will love yourself. You'll love everything about you because he created you exactly the way he wanted you to be. You are created in his image. You look just like your father. Did you know that? You look just like your father. Not your earthly father, your heavenly father. You have the DNA of God from the cellular level. You cannot love others without loving yourself. This is, it's all about intimacy. It all has to do with being plugged in to who Jesus is and what he says about you. When you let him tell you what he thinks of you and what he thinks of your life, it's always about love. It's never about condemnation. He's never telling you. When he tells you who you are, he's telling you how much he loves you. He's telling you how much he wants things for you. He wants you to grow. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to live in joy. He wants you to enjoy your life and the people around you and your loved ones. He wants you to go out and speak to people about him. When was the last time that you asked somebody if they knew Jesus? When was the last time that, because, and I, and this is something that I struggle with because I, I've tried before to find a way to engage people in conversation. Because you're out and about, and when you're out and about, you're supposed to be telling everybody that you meet about him. When was the last time you did that? Which was the last time I did that? I was thinking about that. When was the last time I did that? And it prompted me to start doing it again because I used to do that. I used to talk to people about Jesus. I've spent this last week talking to people about Jesus. Cashiers, and grocery stores, and shopping centers, Wherever I went this week, and I was out a lot this week because, you know, Christmas is coming and I had a whole bunch of running around to do. And I had to take the time because if I'm on my schedule, I will rush around and not talk to anybody. I had to give myself over to his schedule and say, you know what? Put me in, play, in, somebody, in somebody's face that needs to hear about you. And he did. And it was amazing. And it was awesome. And I actually got to pray with quite a few people this week for their ailments, for their problems, for their hearts, things that they wanted to work on. And it was amazing and wonderful, and I had forgotten about that. I had forgotten that we're supposed to go out there. We're supposed to be salt and light for the world. We're supposed to be living an intimate life with Jesus that is so overwhelming that we cannot. It spills over into the outside. It spills over into the world. That is where... We are supposed to live our life, but it comes from the intimacy of living a life with Jesus. I want to ask you, when was the last time you asked Jesus to order the steps of your day? When was the last time you asked Jesus what he thought of you? When was the last time that you said to Jesus, I want to do your will and your will alone? And whatever that means, Lord God, even unto death. I will do it. If you haven't had that conversation, I want you to think about having that conversation. I want you to have that conversation with him. Because it is in those intimate moments where Jesus will tell you amazing things. He'll tell you things about yourself you didn't even know. It moves 
your relation. He didn't come so that we would have a religion. He didn't come so that we would have a church. He didn't come so that we could pray with each other. Oh, glory to God. Let's, let, me, let me pray for you, sister. Let me pray for you, brother. He didn't come for religion. He didn't come for church. He came for a relationship with each one of us. He wants a personal, intimate relationship with us. And I want you to think about this. Every one of the people who lived with <coughs> Jesus, who had that time with Jesus, who spent an intimate relationship with him, was with him for the three years. Every one of them was tortured and died a martyr's death, except John. He was tortured. They tried to kill him. They tried to make him drink poison. And when that didn't work, they put him in a vat of oil and tried to boil him to death. And when God helped, helped, kept him from being boiled to death, then they sent him to Patmos, where he wrote the book of Revelation. But he was tortured. Every one of them was tortured. And every one of them died a martyr's death, except John did not die a martyr's death. Because they knew something that I'm trying to get across to you. That this body is just clothes. Are you wearing your clothes or are you wearing the clothes of Jesus? Because you should be wearing Jesus clothes. You should get up every morning and put on those Jesus clothes and say, thank you, Jesus, that I get to live for you and I get to die to this world. Because that's what it is. It's a death to the world. doesn't matter what the world says about you. doesn't matter what the world does to you. Because if you have that intimate relationship with Jesus... He will say, I know you. Thank you, good and faithful servant. If you don't have that intimate relationship with him, you could be doing signs and wonders. And then the day comes when he says, I never knew you. I don't want that for you. I love you too much. I love you too much. All of us want to be there, right? We all, that's the whole purpose. Otherwise, why would you come to church? I'm trying to show you intimacy is more important than anything else. Intimacy with Jesus. He, it's a marriage. It is a marriage. We are called the bride of Christ for a reason. Because we are supposed to have that intimacy. The word intimacy, when Jesus uses the word intimacy, that's what he's talking about. He's saying a marriage. Come and marry me, he says. Come and be intimate with me and let me know you and you know me in a way that nobody else does. It should absolutely be on that level. There's a difference between saying that you love Jesus and being loved by Jesus. There's a difference between saying you know God and that you are known by God. We need to stop listening to the world and what the world says about us. We need to stop listening to what the world says and we need to stop listening to the prince of the air. The prince of the air is Satan. That is the demonic voice that goes and flows and tries to tell you that you're not worthy, that you're not enough, that you shouldn't do this or that, and tries to condemn you and make you feel bad about yourself and try to make you live in shame so that you don't follow Christ and you don't do the things that you need to do. That you don't go to the altar and say, I need you. You're the only thing that's going to fix me and save me and move me to the next level. When was the last time you said, God, what is your dream for me so that I can live out the dream that you have for me? Because his dream, if you're listening and you have that intimate relationship with him and if you listen to what he says, his dream for you will become your dream for you. That is how 
when he said, when the word of God says, come to me and I will give you rest. That's what that means. It's coming and laying everything down and saying, I, I want to be in that intimate relationship with you. We are supposed to be hearers of Holy Spirit. If you are not hearing Holy Spirit and you have been anointed and you have asked for it, it is because you are not spending time of intimacy with Jesus every day. That's the key. That's what has to happen. You don't have to spend an enormous amount of time with him, but you have to spend time with him every day saying, I want to spend this time with you. Because if we don't have that and we don't clothe, our, clothe ourselves in Jesus and have that intimate relationship with him, it allows the prince of the air to speak to us and tell us what he thinks. And it allows the people in the world to talk and say things and that's what we will hear. Because, <clears throat> and, and I love each and every one of you, but it doesn't matter what you say about me. You can say the most vile things to me and I'll still love you because God loves you and because I know that what he says about me matters more than what anybody else says. I've been cursed out numerous times in my life for the love of Jesus. I don't care that they don't, that they, that I don't care that they, they don't know what they're saying. They're listening to the Prince of the Air. I love them anyway because God loves them. Because Jesus told me to talk to them. Because I listened. They can say whatever they want. It's not going to make me love them any less. Every day, we should wake up and we should say, Thank you, Lord, that I get another day to speak to people about you. That should be our goal. If you're willing to keep an appointment with a doctor, with a dentist, with whoever else you need to, to have an appointment with, you need to be making an appointment with God every day every single day and keep that appointment because the penalty of not keeping that appointment is death real death and death and hell is separation from god that is what death and hell is so i just want you to know <coughs> he gave me this message for you because he wants you to be intimate with him he wants you to have a relationship with him and he is the reason why we celebrate christmas he didn't come to the world so that we could have church. He didn't come to the world so that we could have religion. He came for us because he loves us so much. We're going to go into the next, uh, the last song. And I want you to pray and ask God, what are you saying to me, Lord God? How, what, do you, what do you want me to do? Ask him how much he loves you. And listen for the answers.